What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 162 of the Geeks of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. Today we're going to be geeking out about Titanfall Battle Royale. Uh, dropping just kind of out of the blue. Rush Hour 4 uh, happening. And when you pause Hulu, it's going to trigger ads. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Uh, but first, special shout out to our Patreon at patreon.com. Slash Geeks Under Grace, specifically Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, and David Corey. We appreciate all of you for donating the Pledge Drive. Mm-hmm. And for those who aren't donating, and everyone else who donates as well, we, we thank you. But for those who are not donating, uh, just so you know, all those people that we just listed are entered in to win uh, game codes during the Pledge Drive. Uh, but we play video games for 72 hours straight. Yeah. I, I believe all four of us will be streaming. Those who don't know, LJ is on the back end producing this thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll all be playing video games along with the rest of the Twitch team at twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. It's always a really good time. And if you are a Patreon, then you are entered in to win a game code. And that could be, if you do that right now, you'd be entered in to win. Or if you wait until until the pledge drive, you're entered in to win as well. Um but you don't have to wait if you don't want to. Yeah, just do it. Why not? Donate early, donate often. Yeah, monthly, specifically. <laughs> and we'll also have one-time donations that will be set up as well. That's not set up right now, but we're working on that. Cool. From that, we can get into the games we've been playing. I haven't played... I played a board game. What did you play? A minute. I think actually more people want to hear about Kingdom Hearts three. Okay, uh, I'm I'm so slow compared to the other people. I know they're chewing through that game. Yeah. Okay. I'm 15 hours in. I'm in the third Disney World. Disney World. I thought there were only four parks. Oh, talking about the parks. So okay. they have moves in this game that are rides from Disney World. Really? That's cool. I hate it. And kind of like it at That's the same time. That's so interesting. <laughs> because it's super cheesy. Like, it's not just you're in a Disney world. It's in you're in Disney world because you're riding the teacups and dealing damage while you do that. Or okay. Splash Mountain is literally a move where you can deal damage to guys. What? I think it would be better if the names were used, but then the moves were more... Like, if Splash Mountain was literally just a mountain of water. The the moves are are called attractions. Wow! Ew. They're literally what called is attractions. This game. I get it, but I don't like it. I d- I, I don't like it either. <laughs> okay, I but I love the game. I really do. That's good. Uh, so many. Di- so already, I've been to three Disney worlds, two of which I hadn't seen before in a Kingdom Hearts game. I know the next one coming up is one that hasn't been in the Kingdom Hearts game before either. Nice. So, like, it's it's really cool to see Sora and Donald and Goofy in these worlds. Mm-hmm. And, and the characters. I mean, there are scenes in this game using those characters that look like they were lifted straight out of a Pixar movie, say. 
Yeah, the animation okay. looks so clean. It's a ama- it is really eye candy. Like I and they got uh so one of my friends he is obsessed with Kingdom Hearts so he's been playing playing it straight and he was just telling me about he went to the Tangled World and I don't know that's yeah yeah which which of the sequels I don't know how far that is yeah that's the was, second world he was saying that pretty much it was just like watching Tangled was slightly it different. was like it wasn't even really much different animation it's just like watching yeah. it. <laughs> I've I got screenshots of things from that world because I was like that would make a fantastic wallpaper for my PlayStation Four. Oh man, yeah. It's just like it is gorgeous and and it's a lot of fun. Um, I had a buddy that took two days off work when it came out. He's been waiting for that game since he was like fourteen. Gosh. And and he beat the entire thirty-hour game in two days. Uh, wow. Go hard or go home. <laughs> I'm going home then because I'm I'm taking my time on this one. No, that's fine. <laughs> but it's great. Like if if you like Kingdom Hearts, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. If if you don't like Kingdom Hearts, you probably want to stay away from this one as well. And if you're thinking about getting into Kingdom Hearts, I would say this: get the pack that comes with okay. everything because the story is cumulative, and you will be super confused. You will have absolutely no idea what's going on if you don't play the previous wow. games or at least mm-hmm. catch up on them yeah with a video or something and there's like seven previous games to this yeah it's really crazy for connected. a video game series to be that connected usually you can jump into like I, I think of the old god of war games not that i recommend them or anything but you could jump into two without playing one and really kind of understand what's going on yeah and you cannot do that with kingdom hearts yeah they have hmm. what Again, this this friend was telling me about just how ridiculous it is. There's, like, apps that are only... There's, like, something that's only accessible in Japan. It's relevant to the story. Like, there's there's just very small things. Like, a 3DS-only game, that's relevant to the story. Actually, mm-hmm. everything, even if it seems like a spinoff, it's not really a spinoff because it adds to the story. It all does tie back into the Master Universe, and they they go back to all of it. Man, yeah. That's cool. In 3. Um, and, and all that stuff that's 3DS... They have remastered those for the PS4 okay. collection. That's so yeah. you can play them on the PS4. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, if if you're thinking about it, you should look into that whole thing. But consider it as an entire work. Like, don't jump straight to this game mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. you're going to have a good time. But I mean, you might have a good time, but you're going to be so lost. Okay. I've pl- I've played or caught up on everything in the story, and I'm still lost. <laughs> it's convoluted. I'm still slowly working through Kingdom Hearts. I did play a little bit last week, but I don't even think I ended up getting out of Traverse Town. Uh, I think it took me about 25 hours to beat the first Kingdom Hearts, and maybe 25 to 30 to beat two as well. Okay. I've been watching my wife play a lot. She was in... This is for the first game. Uh, she was in... Tarzan's World, and before that, the Alice Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Cool. And then this other game that you've been playing is we saw this at PAX South. So you're talking about uh, the one from NIS America? Yeah. Okay, so I can't talk a lot about this because this will go up before the embargo lifts. Mm. But So I'll talk about what I saw at the PAX South demo, okay? There you go. Okay, so it's called The Liar Princess and the Blind Prince, and this is an NIS America game. They're publishing it. 
it's a 2D platformer, kind of. It's it's light, mm-hmm. where you are a princess that is actually a wolf, and you oh. are guiding a blind prince around by the hand. The story is actually fantastic. I already beat the game. Okay. I beat the full-blown version of the game. Um, is it very anime-looking? It's not anime-looking. The thing that I really like about this art style, have you you remember the little golden books from when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Like Tawny Scrawny Lion and that sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, totally. It feels like a children's book with its art style. It's a I darker children's book, kind of muted colors and that sort of thing. But it is... Uh, it is a really gorgeous, a really gorgeous look to that. And and in the demo that I played, you know, they kind of go through the intro to the game, and that is the wolf is sitting on top of the mountain, howling at the moon. She's singing to the moon every night. Oh wow! And the boy, the prince, uh, shows up one night, starts clapping for her, and and thinks her voice is beautiful. She comes back night after night and sings, and he shows up and, and continues to clap, and she thinks, well, now she's a wolf. What a stupid human. Why would he come here for that? Well, one night, he he decides to climb up and see who is making that beautiful music, because he just knows some something at the top of that mountain is singing, and it's gorgeous. You know, that's yeah. beautiful music. So as he crests the top, the wolf panics and freaks out, slashes and hits the eyes of the prince. Oh. And he falls all the way down, gets hurt really bad. His mom and dad, who are the king and queen, are ashamed of him. They say he's brought shame on the royal family, and they lock him in a dungeon. The wolf goes to the witch of the forest and offers up her voice in trade to become a a princess so that she can try to guide the, the prince from the dungeon to the the witch to get his eyesight back. Wow! And so hmm. that's that's the setup. You you see all that in the first three or four minutes. That's the okay. setup, and then it's all like there's literally a button to hold the hand of the prince, and you move him along. You can leave him. It's got some some puzzle type elements to solve and some enemies to to attack. You can switch between princess and wolf on the fly. Ooh. Okay. So, yeah, keep an eye on that one. It comes out, uh, I think, in a, a couple weeks. All right. Do you know cool. what? And I will talk more in depth. Uh, I played it on the Switch. Great. Both the demo and the full game. I. It may only be coming to Switch. Okay. Oh wow. Um, but definitely keep an eye on that one. Typically, Nipponichi, or I'm sorry, typically NIS America, uh, does you know, Japanese role-playing games. This is not a role-playing game, so... But but it's still Japanese-heavy. It's got Japanese voiceover. Um, and, yeah. I'll, I'll talk more in-depth about it next week, or you can read my review yeah. once, once it is live on the site. Uh, and then the other thing I played this week, I bought a board game at PAX South called Aeon's End. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is a, it's a deck-building game. And it's cooperative. So me and my buddy and his wife tried it out Saturday night, and we lost. The The monster beat us. Oh, no. Oh. And so, but we had a blast playing it. So my buddy gets a hold of me Sunday, and he said, hey, uh, Super Bowl's this evening. Bring Aeon's in back over. <laughs> and we beat that boss last night. 
Yeah. Nice. So it's that a lot was, of fun. It's it's everything I was hoping it would be. So that's, awesome. that's how my Super Bowl ended up was I brought people over for the Super Bowl and we ended up playing Dice Throne. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Excellent choice. Really enjoying that game. And Dice now Throne's I've gotten, awesome, man. I've played every character except the thief from season one. The Shadow the Thief? Thief and the Monk, I think it's still need to play. Shadow Thief is the most complex, but you can do some real crazy stuff with that character. Yeah. Very interesting character. The Pyromancer was the one was one of them that I played yesterday, and I thought that was really interesting because there's you get defensive roles in this game, and right. usually those defensive roles defend damage. But the Pyromancer doesn't have that. It just inflicts more damage. More damage back. back. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, my favorite playing season two v two, and that was really cool. My favorite season one character is the Paladin. That I played that yesterday as well, and then our team, the second game was the Paladin and a Pyromancer, and so nice. I just kept giving the Pyromancer retribution, hmm. which is a little token that allows them to give half the damage back, and uh, we just wreck shop on the defense side. Nice. Well, that's that's it. That's all I've been playing so far. I would definitely recommend Aeon's End to anybody. Uh, if you're looking for a game to play with a couple of friends, we, I mean, you know, there's no hard feelings if you're table talking because everybody's working together to beat this thing, yeah. these bosses, and they're mm-hmm. not pushovers. They're <laughs> like, I was talking in the Love Thy Nerd community about it, and, and uh, the person that responded back over there said it's pretty common to lose. Dang. <laughs> but that makes it fun because when you do win, it's that much cooler yeah yeah you really have to have all all the oh in the turn order i'll tell i'll talk about this real quick and then i'll be done the turn order is randomized every turn you have a deck of cards for everybody's turn order and you shuffle Mm -hmm. that every turn so you know it's not just going around the table it's i'll attack and then the nemesis attacks and then the nemesis attacks again and then cody attacks and then but the next turn it might be nemesis cody Shelly, mm-hmm. Nemesis, me. So it, it keeps things interesting as well. Yeah. That sounds cool. It, it is a lot of fun. What have you been playing, Shelly? I have been playing, besides Smash, I went to another Smash tournament. Um, I've been playing, Thanks. okay. I found a new cool game on Steam. It's called, okay. What's it called? It's called PC Building Simulator. <laughs> I've heard of this. And it is exactly what you think it is. It's just a simulator where you build PCs. It's cool, though, because it has a tutorial. It shows you um, the different parts of a computer and what each part does. And you can look at it, um, like, really close up as well um, at the individual parts of each thing. And it'll explain, like, okay, this does this and this does that. Um, and you that's can... Cool. And these are real parts. In they're real life. parts. This is a oh, okay. simulator that's, that's cool. supported by NVIDIA, that's supported by AMD, that's supported by Intel, that's supported by pretty much Smart any great company that makes computer parts. Like, you'll find okay. like real stuff in there. Um, so do the simulation for a little while, and then you're like, I'm ready. And go actually get my real computer. Yeah, I mean, like, I've it's a really the, good sort trials. of way to, if you have an idea to create, like, some sort of computer, you can just kind of put it together and see what it'll do. Um, there's a, yeah, there's a tutorial, there's a free build mode where you can just get any shell and, like, put a bunch of crazy, ridiculous stuff in it, like, 
water cooling with like so much RAM. Like you could do like kind of whatever you want um, with that. If you want to make like an eleven thousand uh, dollar real life computer, you can just create it there. You know, it's free. Besides the price of the game, of course. Um, That's cool. How much is the game? The game is I think it's twenty dollars, but I think this yeah. there was a sale. There's a sale. I got it for like two bucks off. Not a huge sale, but enough for me to be like, okay, I think I want it. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. There's also a career mode, which I haven't tried yet, but apparently that's, um, in that mode, someone will say, oh, I want a computer that can do this, or I want this type of computer with these aspects. You build the computer for them, you get money, um, and then it continues. So... That's if you if you're interested in building computers, if you like that thing, or if you want to, you know, try it out. If you're if you're not familiar with it, and you think, oh, like it would be cool to do this, but I'm scared to do it in real life because I don't want to break something. That's super fair. Try this out. I would recommend it. I've also been playing Insane Aquarium Deluxe, which is super random. Playing what? Insane Aquarium. Have you ever heard of it? It's a pop gap game. No. So. There's a couple PopCap games. I kind of grew up a little bit on PopCap games. Like, I would go to the website, and I would just play their games, like, all the time. Whether that was, like, the Bookworm one, or Feeding Frenzy is another one I played a lot. And then Insane Aquarium. Um, and one of my friends was playing this game. Was playing Insane Aquarium Deluxe. Because you can get it on Steam. It's, like, $5. Um, okay. And it really hit the nostalgia points for me that I was like, oh, I'm going to get it. Like, I, I just want to play it for nostalgia. So it's a really weird game. You basically, uh, you have a tank of fish. You're trying to take care of the fish. The fish give you money. And um, periodically. What's this called again? Insane Aquarium. Sounds real So it's like familiar. insane and aquarium mixed together. The insane part is that aliens come and try to destroy, uh, kill your fish. Like periodically. You have yeah, to shoot them. That doesn't sound familiar. It's super, it's really, it could get super chaotic, but it's really fun. Again, it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's a really old game. Again, like I played this when I was a kid um, and I don't think they've really updated it that much since then, which is fine. I mean, I don't care that much, but it's like that game and like, yeah, Plants vs. Zombies. Lots. I just I love think I played this on a mobile game like a long, long time ago. Oh, really? I didn't know there was a mobile version, but I, it wouldn't surprise or me. a similar type where you're feeding but they were more realistic fish oh then i I played something like this but it was real fish and then you were trying to get the food and you could buy yeah yeah it was definitely a mobile game in the sense that you would buy food to get your fish like higher up and then you could buy with real money better fish Hmm. and the whole thing was a machine like you're trying to get bigger and more expensive fish okay it looks similar though yeah they they're similar concepts but um yeah it's it's very it's a fun game. I don't know. I like to just, like, play a level and whenever I need, like, a brain break or something. Or if I need to stay awake. You got to be really, like, on edge in that game because the money will fall real quick. <laughs> and if it hits the bottom of your tank, it's going to fade away. So you have to, like, click, 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 click real fast. Um, I'll just stick to Magikarp Jump. Yeah, I'll just always kidding. support PopCap. Just so oh, many I games. did play a mobile game this week. Oh, did you? Ooh. Yeah, it's up. called Ding Dong XL. Huh? Is it like Microsoft XL? No. Oh. XL. Ooh. Just the letters. It's like a three dollar game. Uh, some of the some of the IGN people I'd seen were playing it and talking about high scores and stuff. All it is is like you you have 
two sides. Uh, you hold the phone horizontally. You have two sides. Mm-hmm. And you, when you tap, a ball goes across between the sides. But there's a bunch of debris flying through the middle. And it's a high score game. You're just trying to get the, yeah. the count okay. as high as you can. Okay. The game I played a long time ago was Fishco. I looked it up. Oh, okay. Good to know. Really weird, random. Yeah. It's just interesting because it was such a... And Certain Curium, Feeding Frenzy, PopCap games in general were just such a huge part of my childhood for some reason. Like, I just adored those <laughs> games and, like, no one I've met had the same experience as me they're like i don't what's up again they see me they look over my over my shoulder and see me playing in the same aquarium they're like what game is that i'm so it looks really old i'm like yeah nostalgia is a strong thing but it's only five dollars like it's fine yeah <laughs> so i played some weird stuff this week cool i i think that's yeah i don't have anything I kind of want to play. There's an RPG game that is running around on Facebook ads. Oh, and I was like, no. it looks cool. I didn't. I it? thought it looked really stupid because it's an RPG. It's like for those like classic RPGs, and it's literally got I can't remember his name, but the frog from Chrono Trigger. Oh yeah. But then I found out through the comments, and I need to look and fact check this. But they were saying that one of the people that like helped write and design Chrono Trigger is actually on this, like worked with this RPG. Oh. Huh. And then I'm like, oh, well, then making using the frog is kind of cool and not as much of a copycat thing, but more of a callback. Yeah. So I'll, I don't know. I didn't touch it, though. I, I thought about it. Let's okay. get into the gaming news. All right. Gaming news this week. If you like Xbox Live, that's awesome because now you can. Well, not yet, but they've announced that they're working on compatibility for the Nintendo Switch, Which is iOS amazing. and Android. Yeah. So basically, Android, basically any platform you can, uh, except for PlayStation. Yeah, I don't know so. if PlayStation would even want it. Oh, they wouldn't allow it. I'm sure that's why it's not been mentioned. Yeah. I bet Sony wouldn't allow it. Mm. Why would you? If you, were I mean, in it's Sony's just funny position. to think like Sony would never give their games to anyone else. Like it's so unheard of. I mean, Xbox would do it if PlayStation would allow it, probably. I mean, yeah, Microsoft's try- just trying to sell software like crazy. Yeah. If they can sell software and then let people play it on 15 different platforms, they don't care. No. Mm-hmm. So. And then, as of right now, and I'm sure they'll continue to work, I'm sure that them and PlayStation will go back and forth on this, but they've got one of the strong. they have the strongest console out there right now. It's like, you can play these games all these different ways, but if you want the best experience, then buy our product. Hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, but speaking of PlayStation, the PSN, uh, PlayStation Network revenue topped Nintendo and Xbox. They, It was something like, what, $12 billion more than Nintendo? Huh. That's crazy. So Substantial. They've got no I mean, reason to worry about Right. Like they're okay with their gardened wall, or their walled garden, I mean, so <laughs> they don't they don't care. It's still Which is sad. why they didn't want to cave on the Fortnite thing. Yeah, that's true. I really am curious how this next generation will turn out because of all of the companies that Xbox grabbed. Because PlayStation yeah. has definitely been on the top this generation. Mm-hmm. 
but they don't seem like they've gotten themselves into a position that they're going to succeed in the next one. It's it's going to be really interesting to see how the Switch looks this time in a couple of years because, I mean, you know, Resident Evil 7, that was something that required pretty beefy hardware to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but they devel- developed a way to stream that game to the Switch in Japan. Wow. Yeah. Like and if you owned a Switch, Odyssey. Odyssey was through Google Chrome. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, it was the full blown game, 1080p. It's. Obviously, that's not the best way to play those games, and competitively, you're not going to be wanting to stream them that way, but the fact that I can play Xbox games, Xbox One X games on my Switch, I mean, carry from it wherever I want to go. Yeah, from everything I heard, um, the that version of Assassin's Creed played flawlessly. Mm-hmm. No issues at all. So. It's so cool. Yeah. The future's here. My only issue with this is that the future is here, and that's cool. But we're getting to an era where we're not going to own games anymore, and that terrifies me. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, technically, I don't own a whole lot of games right now. Technically, because I'm licensed to use all, yeah. however many it is. That's crazy. I just, yeah, we're going to get to a point where you know one of these licenses will fall off of Xbox Live, and they go, "Sorry, we're not renewing this one because we don't have enough people playing it." And then that saved data that you have, you'll never be able to touch again. They've already done that with some games stuff that they lost, like music licenses too, that they didn't want to renego- renegotiate and things like right. that. It looked just yeah, like it's that already looks... happened. It's crazy. Yeah. When that becomes the norm, it's going to be really sad. Yeah. Cool, but sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last big bit of gaming news right now, uh, we can actually already play it right now as I'm recording this. Apex Legends from Respawn Entertainment is a new battle royale game that just came out free to play. It is from the Titanfall world, but there are no Titans in the game. So it's a battle royale with the movement of of the on foot stuff from Titanfall. But the Titans are so the best part. Yeah, it's just a game. I, I am about upset falling. that there are no Titans in this. <laughs> Fall. Um <laughs> I, I wish there were Titans in this because Titanfall 2 is one of my favorite shooters of all time. If not my favorite shooter of all time. I Would love you have been okay if they were just Titans? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Because it's the combination of the two. I mean, being able to rodeo a Titan. It's mm-hmm. pretty There's something super awesome about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then being able to step on a dude or punch a dude that's trying to rodeo you when you're in a Titan. Again, super satisfying. This is umbrella over the same company that does Call of Duty though, right? No. no so th- they do have a history there. Vince okay. Zampella, the guy that started Respawn Entertainment, used to be the guy that ran um, Infinity Ward. He was the president okay. of Infinity Ward, which made Modern Warfare. Hmm. Alrighty. Which, which kicked Call of Duty's super hyper popularity off. Okay. Cool. I didn't know that. That's good to know. I was yeah. wondering, because they have the, the blackout in Call of Duty, I was like, why would you make a free, but if they're not the same company, totally yeah, makes they're, sense. they're not the same company, yeah. Definitely competitors. EA owns Titanfall now, technically. Or, yeah, I guess it's still I think free. it is EA now you say it. Yeah, Respawn. I mean, so they own Respawn. But that was the thing, like, when Titanfall 2 came out, one of the things that people talked about was Titanfall 2 came out, and then, like, a week later, Battlefield 4 came out. 
Yeah. yeah. And, or no, I'm sorry, Battlefield 1. Hmm. Battlefield 1, yeah. And people were saying like EA's cannibalizing their own cells. You know, you're not giving Titanfall enough time to thrive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you And Titanfall was Titanfall 2 was my favorite competitive shooter of all time. I love Blackout. I love Call of Duty 4, uh Black Ops 4. But Titanfall 2 is my all-time favorite shooter and and it just died on the vine so quickly. Mm-hmm. So, but it had an amazing campaign too. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's free to play. You can give that a try anytime you want. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or PC. Won't cost you a penny, but they do have microtransactions if you want to buy, I'm assuming, skins and stuff like that. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to be trying it out before I go to bed tonight. I'll at least get a round or two in. So LJ oh. confirms it is all cosmetic to purchase. Solid. Hmm. Um, pull list for the week. Here's one I didn't expect to see. Etrian Odyssey Nexus for the 3DS. Uh, That's right. A lot 3DS. Of what? Etrian Odyssey. Those games have been coming out forever. Hmm. But I'm, I don't know what it is. It is a first-person dungeon crawler. Oh. Like where you, you move a... Have you played Persona? I can't remember the name of that Persona franchise that was on the, the 3DS. I have it's on um, 5. I haven't played it. Labyrinth but you're going step Q. by step through Persona Q, yeah. Yeah, so it's first person. You move forward, and then mm-hmm. all of the monsters in the dungeon get their move. And so, yeah, it's all okay. first person, but you're controlling a whole party. That's cool. So that's That's a style of RPG that's been around since the 80s. It's been mm-hmm. maybe yeah. longer than that, mm-hmm. but I mean, those have been around forever. And Etrian Odyssey is really the only thing that is keeping it alive that I'm aware of. <laughs> um, Away, Journey to the Unexpected is coming out this week. The art style on the box art look really neat, uh, kind of vibrant and uh, maybe family friendly. I don't know that it's family friendly. I've not played it. I've not watched any trailers or anything, but the box art kind of invokes that idea. Kind of flipping oh, the yeah. exact opposite direction to something that's not family oh, friendly. Sure. According to according to IGN, uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead comes out this week. Okay. I, Connected I thought that came out a while ago. Walking Dead series? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, it may have gotten delayed LJ said he thinks it got it's gotten delayed, and I was thinking, I was thinking it wasn't coming out this week either. But so maybe don't bank on that one. Um, <laughs> Ape Out is from uh, Devolver Digital, being published by Devolver Digital. We got to play it at the Pack South booth. That is coming out this week, and you control a gorilla. I'm sorry, an ape from a top-down perspective, and you're kind of escaping from a laboratory picking up guards and throwing them into walls and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then if you want uh, a little bit of puzzle gaming this week, I mean, I would say just go play Tetris Effect. But <laughs> if you're looking for something else, Glass Masquerade comes out this week. It's a puzzle game. Oh, cool. And that is it for video games this week. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Have you guys seen any movies? I have... I awesome. I have not, but I watched a documentary. I need to get like back into the theater. It's been a while. Which documentary? I watched the Fire Festival nice. documentary. Was oh. it the Hulu one or the Netflix one? 
The Netflix one. Okay, I don't oh, know how that was. Oh, it's a different one. Was it good? It was good. That's I cannot believe all that stuff happened. Right? Oh my gosh. It's like <laughs> you hear it, you heard it in the news, but you're like, oh, okay, I don't know what's up with it's that. Like, and then you actually learn about all of the details. You're like, what the It's heck? like you got one guy that's just a super smooth talker. Yeah. And he's unwilling to bend even when he realizes he's bending off too much. Oblivion is coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Man. It's it's crazy. So yeah, I'm glad so, you got to see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was just in the mood one night. Caught it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I watched Silence, which if you aren't familiar with that, that's one it has Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver, Liam Neeson. That is the movie about the Jesuits going to um, Field of Pan while there's Christian persecution. I watched the first hour of that. I think I mentioned on the podcast that I'd watched that first hour, and then I never finished it. It's real good. Yeah. It's real dark. Um, So, very well acted, very well done. Um, Yeah, so we are actually, we, um, the band I'm in for school... We're playing a song that is not based off that movie or based off the book. Apparently there was a book. I actually didn't know that. Um, it's not based on those, but it's um, just based off the event in general. Um, the historical event of Christian persecution in Japan. Um, so we were encouraged to watch it. And the band actually okay. watched it together, but I got to, I, I missed it because I was at PAX South. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch uh. it. Yeah. So... If you're curious it's what good, the song is, movie. it's um, called Gloriosa, and it's by Ito something or other. I don't remember his full name, but... You should be able to find it on Google with that. Yeah, just type in Gloriosa. It should be the first... One of the first things that comes up, I bet. What's, it's an what's amazing the name of your band? piece. Huh? What's the name of your band? The you said your, Symphonic your band. Wind Symphony? Or not Symphonic <laughs> Wind Ensemble, technically. Seattle Pacific University, okay. uh, when Symphonic Wind Ensemble is is the full name. That is cool. a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, that's why I just say band instead. But then when I say it, like I'm in a band, they're like, "Oh man, you're in a rock band." I'm like, no, I'm in a symphonic ensemble. Like, <laughs> I'm in band. South Pacific University Wind Symphonic Wind Ensemble should be it. It could be Wind Symphony. What do you play instead. again? What spew? I play. Wow. I play baritone saxophone we don't have strings oh wait is 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 it a piccolo a thing that you blow into oh i thought you said cello for some reason no it's a piccolo no piccolo i definitely don't play that but we do have a piccolo yeah okay um it's an amazing piece and silence is a great movie highly recommend you check out all of that if you if you really want to hear silence we're doing uh we we do live stream our concerts uh so Oh, cool. Probably won't do it justice, though. Yeah, that's I mean, neat. I hope so, but anyway. LJ says a piccolo is an alien who's really good at raising children. That's true. That's also <laughs> Raising children? True. Yeah. Piccolo raised Gohan. You weeb. <laughs> is, wouldn't he not be a weeb <laughs> if he didn't know that? I think that would make you I the weeb. I think that weeb, makes you the weeb, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's, a, what's a fake anime fan? That's what I was going for. I don't know. Poser? There's a word for it. I just can't think of it. I don't know. Otaku have all kinds of phrases. That's true. I guess this makes me one of the things that I'm trying to figure out the name of, because I don't know the name of it. It's fine. Did you watch anything, <laughs> Cody? I 
I haven't seen any movies. No, I was going to, but I promised the podcast team that I would talk about Genlock. Oh, uh, and I will do that when we get to TV shows. So I spent my my free time watching that instead. That's so fair. That I have something to say. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in the news? Yeah. So a couple things. Zootopia, which was definitely a huge hit for Disney, um, one of the actors has admitted that it's getting two sequels. Not not just a sequel, but two sequels. So that'll make it a trilogy. Which is, I, I don't know, I actually would rather hear they have a trilogy planned than for them to say, oh, we're just gonna do a sequel because it was really popular. Like, because at that point it makes it look sound like it was, it's planned out. Whether it was really planned out from the beginning, from from whenever Zootopia was first released, I don't know. I kind of hope so. Because I like it. I'm okay with trilogies. I'm okay with multiple movies if they're all planned to be cohesive and to do that. I don't like it when it's like, hey, this movie was super successful. We gotta do another one. So, right. so I'm hoping it's the, it's the former, but I don't really know. We're getting two anyway, whether they're going to be trash or not. They'll be good. <laughs> they gotta be good they can't afford it to be bad they made way too much on yeah. zootopia they can't afford to fail <laughs> like bad zootopia yeah zoonopia <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> i hate you joe <laughs> i did not say that you're putting words in my mouth <laughs> um so also Cody will find this exciting. We're getting a Rush Hour 4. I, it's very much for nostalgic reasons, but Rush Hour 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time. I haven't actually seen it in a long time. You should watch I it. I saw it Rush in Hour theaters. 4 makes me excited. To, like, I'm going to go watch them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. I was a little kid. Wow. <laughs> I probably couldn't have seen it. I drove myself to the theater. <laughs> I just have no connections to Rush Hour you Sorry. probably weren't born when the last Rush Hour movie released. Well, I don't know what year was it. <laughs> they are super good. I don't really remember Rush Hour 3 very well. I don't either. I remember it happening. I remember watching it. But Rush Hour 2... Or just Rush Hour 1, Jackie Chan singing, War, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Jackie Chan in his prime, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um... And so Super Bowl was this last weekend. If you also did not watch it like me, um, it's good to know that there were a lot of trailers. Probably the one we're gonna I... tear each one of them apart. I'm just kidding. Yeah, they're break them all down one by one. No, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go through. A short you can list Google them, them to find out what all they are. Yeah, I'll go through a short list. Of them. Or we can so list them. The, the big one. Well, maybe not even the big one. I, I consider it. It's the one I care most about, probably. There's Avengers 4 Endgame got a new trailer. It's I mean, it's like a teaser. It's super short. Yeah, but it does seconds. um have new scenes. Everything that it needs to. Everything everything is different than what we saw in the other trailers. So it's all new. Yeah, it's just new very footage. it's very um like there's gonna have to be analysis on it. Like they're they're obviously trying really hard to still not show anything. But the fact that mm-hmm. they are still showing new scenes is really cool. I loved how much Tony... I, we won't do this for all of them, I promise. Yeah, but I loved sure. how much Tony looked like he does in the first Iron Man movie. Tank top, yeah. working on something. Totally. Has goggles. 
yeah, just seeing him was cool. Just given, you know, the first trailer, we saw him dying on a ship. Dying. Uh, yeah. And also just, I don't know why, it gives me so much... I don't even know if joy is the right word because nothing about this situation is joyous. Just excitement. But yeah, it's, so it's just so interesting to see Rocket Raccoon with the rest of the gang. Like, he's just mm-hmm. so... They, they don't know him. They don't know him, like, at <laughs> all. Only Thor does at this point. So... I love that they're keeping their promise to only show the first 15 minutes of this movie before it comes out. Yeah. It's just, it really That's is so making cool. the hype insane. Um, I'm really, yeah. really excited. When, when does it come out? April. Yeah. We're going to get, we're gonna get Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel before we get into Speaking of Captain Marvel, we also Boom. got a uh, Captain Marvel teaser, which was, I felt even shorter and showed even less, but it didn't, it, it showed less in the sense that they really have showed everything they needed to in the trailers they've done already. Like, it's close enough to movie time. I think they just put it in there. Just be like, hey, just a reminder. Like, this is happening. Um, go see it. Um, go see it before yeah. Avengers 4 is kind of what they're doing, I think. You're going to have to need to. Yeah, because that's coming out in like a month? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. And we also saw a Fast and Furious movie it's it's called fast and furious hobbs and shaw and i'm actually not familiar with with fast and furious very much but it looks like definitely a mix like almost like an action comedy they definitely were emphasizing comedy elements in this trailer basically they hate each other yeah and now they're forced to work work together buddy cop type thing yeah totally um and actually i mean it looks pretty good i don't know um so yeah the superhero they've always been kind of like ridiculously over the top but the superhero thing they got going on on this one is really strange yeah the enemy's got like super strength and things yeah it's that's it's really interesting um what they're doing there but if you like fast and furious uh check it out we saw another birds of prey trailer well another it's actually just the same teaser the one that we we talked about right we talked about it but you know it showed off to the public on for the super bowl so that's just something to note uh, Alita Battle Angel got a teaser as well. Again, it doesn't look like That's a good. ton of new like information or anything. But again, like a reminder, like, hey, this is a movie that's happening. Pay attention. Um, hopefully that's good. I mean, gosh, I have no idea. We also saw a trailer for Us. And that's another um, Jordan Peele horror movie that, you know, if you <laughs> see, like, saw Get Out, it's um, by the same person. So that looks really good. I still haven't seen Get Out, so I, I definitely need to see that before I watch anything <laughs> like this. But that, it does He's look also doing The Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Which is a TV show. Right. I didn't add TV show trailers because there weren't a lot of them. Oh, yeah. The TV news. Uh, but that is worth mentioning that he they showed a little bit of his Twilight Zone. Cool. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Then we saw another teaser for Toy Story 4, which is cool because they've showed a couple yeah. teasers at this point, And this one's another new one. And it gives a little bit of a hint as to what the story of the movie is going to be. Because we, with fun. the other ones, you have no idea, like, if, like, where's Bonnie? And I, this one also is just like, where's Bonnie? What's up? They're, they're at a circus and Bo Peep is there, which is awesome. Like, everyone missed her. Carnival carnival not circus sorry circuses of elephants i get that whatever carnival clowns and then buzz is separated <laughs> from the rest of the gang and kind of in a sticky situation so that's that um 
And then finally, we had a really long trailer for a movie called Wonder Park. That's just a very, very much a classic um, kids animated movie. Like, it just screamed, imagination is your best friend to my face. <laughs> and maybe as a kid, I would have liked that, but I don't like it right now. It was just kind of too much for me. Because you don't like imagination anymore. No, I don't. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. Imagination It died dumb. a while ago. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If you're a Man. kid, if you have kids, maybe it's worth it to check it out. It does. The animation does look pretty good. It's just very much. I care nothing about it. That's that's all for the trailers that I'm concerned about, at least. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, and that's all the. Movie. And then we'll talk about yeah. some TV that we've been seeing. Like I said, I I watched Genlock. I made a promise, and I'm glad that I did because I probably wouldn't have watched it if I wasn't last week going. I'm going to talk about this. Yeah, this week give give you uh, some. Uh... But it's <laughs> it's really good. Good. I I love Rooster Teeth, and it's very much a Rooster Teeth show. But with David Tennant in it, uh, who is very much if you like David Tennant's Doctor in Doctor Who, you'll kind of enjoy his character in this. He's a very whimsical, crazy guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it animated or? It is animated, yeah. Okay. It's like new Ruby animated. Yeah, it looks very clean from the trailers I saw. Yeah, really well done, but 3D animation. Okay. Uh, the I don't want to give too much away because they didn't. I, I won't give anything more away that it wasn't in the trailers. Uh, you've got a bunch of pilots, and they are fighting other Earthlings. I, I didn't understand what they were fighting at first, but uh, you do realize that it's Earthlings and not uh, Alien, because with all this future tech, you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, that's fair. At first. You're like, see these robots, and they've got these crazy tanks, and these crazy ships and stuff. Everything's super futuristic. I can't remember. I think it tells you what year it takes place, and I just can't remember what the year was. But it's, it's really cool. My biggest qualm with it is there's a character. I hate anything that does this. He he speaks in Japanese, but everybody understands him. Hmm. And then replies to him in English. And gives you doesn't give you subtitles to understand what he's saying. It gives you subtitles, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, how do you guys know what he's saying? How does he know what you're saying? If he can understand you, then why isn't he speaking English? Like, do you have a translator? What's going on? What but, years does take place in? I don't know. Obviously, the future, the future yeah. Distant. Then assume that uh, it's it's baked into the phones. That could be. Yeah, they just got something <laughs> in their earpiece or something. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It, it would make sense too, given all that technology. If that's the case, though, I wish they would have like explained. He just he just talks. One thing I do love, though, kind of in that same vein, is that it's very cultural. Everyone has a different accent. Mm-hmm. So you've got David Tennant playing, you know, this British guy, and Chase, the main character, he uh, he's an American. But then you have Maisie Williams, and she's playing a very Scottish lady. Yeah, I uh, saw, I don't know if it was a trailer, there's something, it, like, I saw, like, a list of characters, and every mm-hmm. single character, it said, oh, this person's from here, this person's from here, this person's from here, and I'm like, they're pretty much all different countries. Okay. And I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun to get all these different accents into the show, because usually, when you're watching something, um, you'll get maybe one or two weird accents out of it. But it, it makes it feel very uh, international. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. 
Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's funny. It looks like it's got potential to have a ton of plot. There's a lot of story that is not spoon-fed to you, which I really like. Uh, and you're just kind of figuring out, like, you're just kind of thrown in the middle of this war. Um, it's, it's cool. I definitely think people should check it out. If you like Ruby or if you like mech suit anime. I'll know a zero kind of stuff. Um, it's way funnier than I'll know a zero, but definitely has that I'll know a zero kind of feel to it with mech suits. Yeah. I then I've been watching more Punisher, but I haven't finished it yet. I'm on like episode 10. So Punisher's been good. What have you guys been watching? Uh, Shelly. Uh, I can't think of any Joe. show. <laughs> I, I watched I finished not a show, The Great but... British Bake Off. Oh, nice. Good job, Joe. <laughs> what are you going to uh, do with your downtime? I started watching it? shows about strength. Okay. Hold on. I actually... Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll figure out what the name of it was real quick. Okay. What did you say that you had seen, Shelly? I was saying I watched... I watched something that's not a movie, but it's not a show either. So I'm like trying to figure out. It's also related with games. Maybe I'll just talk okay. about it now. Or I was I was maybe in the geeking out section, but in the at the end. But you can talk about it now. Okay, I watched Genesis Six, which is the big tournament in California, like a fighting um, fighting games tournament. I was gonna say fighting tournament. Oh. I'm like. It's actually, it's not like literally people fighting. It's um, people playing fighting games. Real life Mortal Kombat. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they had a melee tournament and a Smash Ultimate tournament. Um, and I watched the end of the melee one. Uh, Hungry Box ended up winning, which is like, duh. But he played against a Pikachu player. And that was really fun to watch because apparently I don't know much about competitive melee. I just know that... If you're not playing Fox, you're playing Jigglypuff. And if you are playing against a Jigglypuff, you have to play Fox. There's, like, weird rules. Not, like, rules, but, like, unspoken rules, kind of. Anyway. Okay. But I cared about Ultimate, and so I ended up watching uh, some of Top 16. I watched Top 8, and then all the way up until Grand Finals. And it was just so fun to watch, like... It was insane, because everyone was playing and maining a different character. Pichu got second place. Pichu. <laughs> everyone said Pichu was trash. And he literally almost beat NKLeo, which... And NKLeo is arguably like just one of the best Smash players ever. He's won Genesis now three times in a row. Gosh, it was, it was just so cool. Because, cause like... Pichu was doing ridiculous combos. Everyone else was doing ridiculous combos. And uh, there was this kid from Japan who was going really far. And I was cheering him on. It's It was very, very fun to watch. That's all I'm going to say. Cool. cool. Uh, the, the other shows that I was watching were Legends of Strength and Strongland. Strongland. It, Strongland was actually really super cool. I liked it better than Legends of Strength. They go to these different locations. Like uh, I think it's only three episodes, but it was uh, they went to like Iceland for the finale, and then it was like um, the Highland Games for one of them and stuff. Like 
So basically, these countries that lift stones or you know do feats of strength, yeah. and have throughout their history as as part of a culture. Yeah, is that um there was a video I watched of someone lifting just a bunch of stones that kept getting heavier, and he had to put on a barrel. Did they do that? That's yeah, that's a part yeah, of it. Okay. Yeah, I, I all I know is that's that's one thing I tied to. I was like, oh yeah, that's I, I saw that one. So, <laughs> World Strongest Man competition has had that as one of the events for as long as I can remember. Wow. I mean, <laughs> when I was watching those as a kid, and those are crazy because they're like three, you know, you're talking two, three hundred pounds of a stone, Stop. and it's it's a complete sphere with nothing to grip onto, yeah. it's smooth as glass. So, oh, wow. those dudes are crazy strong. Yeah. I feel fit. They'd put me to shame. <laughs> I'm definitely not strong. Uh, I mean, like, The Mountain is one of the guys in one of the episodes. That's hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. You guys been watching anything else? Mm, no. No. All right. We will get through TV really quick. Uh, first one is Chris Evans. Going to be possibly directing Disney shows on that Disney Plus program, which is their streaming service. Yeah. And there'll be the Marvel shows, obviously. Um, I guess that might not be obvious, but it is to me. Uh, I think it's awesome. It, it's sad because that makes me think that's almost definite that he's going to be out of the Marvel Cinematic end game is going to be his end game. Yeah. But to he, it makes sense for him. I don't know much about his directing in general but he's been through this entire thing like he's been there kind of from the start and so if anyone knows how to direct a marvel movie it is going to be him totally um just through sheer experience of being a part of them for so long so i'm excited for this disney plus thing i hate that it's another streaming service but i think where dc universe has made like one show worth watching Every time it, it sounds like Disney's really gonna come, come in swinging. You're gonna have three or four shows maybe to watch right off the bat. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that I'm excited for with the Marvel movies and Star Wars and things. So we'll see. Uh, then speaking of streaming services, Hulu will be showing ads when you pause the show, which I get, but is going to be one of the most obnoxious things. So does that mean you're going to watch like, I mean, you could end up watching a, a five second ad or like, like a minute, 45, yeah. 45 minutes of ads, depending on what you do. Like I would you assume pause it and walk you... away to take care of something. Yeah. I guess at that point they can sell as much ad space as they want. Like that's going to make it a lot more profitable for them. I hate that Hulu charges money and then sends you ads too. Yeah, that doesn't that's make stupid. sense to me. Yeah, it's dumb. I mean, that's I... like cable TV. <laughs> exactly. I don't like... Usually when I pause it, it's probably because I need to like hear something. Or I'm leaving the room, so I'm not going to be watching the ad anyways. Mm-hmm. But I I imagine something happening in me. Like I'm like, pause it. we got to figure out what's going on. Um Especially with two crazy animals running around my house. Yep. Two cats. Uh, if I pause it and then it keeps going, I'm going to want to throw my controller through my TV. It's going to be really, really obnoxious. Yeah. But 
I suppose when you're watching Hulu, you'll know that it's coming and act accordingly. Yeah, and if you just watch something and don't pause it, you're not going to get ads. Yeah. And that probably means less ads in general for those who are paying um, during the show itself. I would assume so. I mean, that's the optimist in me. I guess the pessimist would say, no, they're going to do just as many ads and they're going to get more money this way instead of trying to balance it all out. But we'll see. I do not know. Oh, I'm a pessimist. They're a business. They're going to try to get as much money as they can. Yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe they won't. Even that yeah, out. they're in it for the do- bottom dollar. I just can't imagine it would be very profitable to have an ad on a pause menu when you know that, like, if they're pausing it, they're probably leaving the room to get some popcorn. Well, then that's not on... That's Hulu's still more. getting that money. It's just those ad companies, the companies putting out the ads yeah. are not going to get revenue. That's why I'm like, why would I, as a company, want to sell my ads to Hulu? Yeah. They're just going to throw them away like that. I don't know. Uh, are, are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Uh Oh, gosh. Speaking of Smash tournaments, there's going to be a Smash tournament being held at my school on Saturday. So that's really fun. Nice. I got to go mountain biking this weekend. Yeah. That was that's cool. That's fun. That's awesome. I don't think I have anything, so we will end the show there. We just cut it there, LJ. I'm just kidding. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. You can find me on um, Tuesday nights uh, on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel. So that's twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace, which is the same channel. We're doing the punch drive. Boom. Yes. February 28th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be there. Please come hang out with us. You don't have to donate to have fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're probably going to start off with some sort of multiplayer game. We usually do. So, yeah. And I think I have the first two hours. So I'll make it happen. Boom. Cool. All right. In closing, everyone, keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless i didn't tell you where to find me at it's over at twitter but it doesn't really matter so it's fine goodbye love you i'll stop talking now <laughs> <laughs> it's